And let's open our Bibles, please, to Romans chapter 4, the book of Romans chapter 4. And uh, this is the new year, and we're going to talk about how to be happy in uh, 2023. And uh, it's all based upon your perspective and your mentality and where you focus. All right, Romans chapter 4, we're going to begin reading in uh, verse 1, and we'll read responsively through verse 8. And shall we stand, please, for the reading of God's Word? Romans chapter 4 and verse 1. What shall we say then that Abraham our father is pertaining to the flesh hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So there it is. Let's read that again. Verse 8, you ought to have that memorized. It's very easy. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So we want to talk about how to be happy in uh, 2023. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father, we pray that you'd bless the message, uh, encourage our hearts, lift us up, help us to use uh, free will to steward wisely on what to think about, how long to dwell, and where to put the emphasis of our intention. It is possible to be happy uh, regardless of what's happening in the world around us circumstantially. We pray that we would Think on these things and remember that blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. And we yield your spirit, pray that he would remind us of this and make it fresh and new and uh, help us as we begin this new time. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. In life, records are very, very important. There are dates, there's times, there's numbers, there is uh, money, there are ledger systems, bookkeeping. All these things are very, very significant. The Bible word of Scripture is very, very important because Scripture means the Word of God breathed, spoken, written down. So God's Word is a record. And this is the record we have, the Bible tells us. Uh, we can rely upon it, trust in Him. It is impossible for God to lie. He spoke the truth, and the Scripture is the recorded Word of God. So if we think about in life, all these important documents which are recorded are birth certificate, our marriage license, our social security card, um, these things, your dental records, your medical 
records, your education records, um, your documents with the IRS, all these things, military records, all these different things. They're very significant because it makes it legal. And the, the Bible talks about our record in heaven is the difference between heaven or hell. So another important record is our criminal record. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means that in that sinning, it has been recorded. In life, you have, uh, I know a guy who got pulled over for a minor infraction, and he had many unpaid parking tickets. And, and I don't know the law here. Brother Cardenas could tell us. But in Corpus Christi, you have to spend a minimum of 11 hours in jail. He had to spend the night in jail because he had unpaid parking tickets. Uh, you have traffic tickets, speeding tickets, infractions, all sorts of things. And you, we need to be very careful about our record. Uh, do you have a clear record? And usually we, we use the term record in a negative sense, but God keeps records. There is a record in heaven. There is the Lamb's book of life in heaven. Those whose names are recorded in it will be allowed to enter in. Those whose names are absent will not be allowed through the uh, pearly gates, so to, as we speak. Um, but think about our sin record. So just as you have all these other records in life, every human has a record in heaven. Now, if we understand the significance of this, we would do everything possible to clear our record. Uh, some people say to clear our name. Um, the Bible word is blot, B-L-O-T, and the word means to stroke or rub or to grease or to erase. So, and, it, and we would use the word probably smudge, and it entails a, a writing, a smearing, a record that is legally binding in God's courtroom, and it will determine our future. Blot. In the Old Testament, Moses said, Blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book. Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Exodus 32, 32, and 33. Psalm 51, 1, David said, Blot out my transgressions. Smear them, rub them out. Psalm 51, 9, Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Psalm 69, 28, let them be blotted out of the book. Acts 3, 19, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. So in the Old Testament, it was recorded. They were under a different covenant with God under the law and the, the sins were recorded. And then when they were forgiven, they were relieved of the 
um, the sin which they had committed, they could be smeared or smudged or blotted out where it would not be uh, legible. And what, what are the, you know, the old, the, the whiteout? Who remembers the old whiteout? They probably still make that stuff. Now they have this thing you stamp on it if you want to hide important information. But in the Old Testament, it was smeared or uh, blotted. And so the Jew, his only recourse in the Old Testament, he had to do what was required under the law, the ceremonies, and he had to go through certain rituals at a certain time. He had to offer an animal sacrifice. There were time constraints and all these uh, different aspects. But we know that we are now saved by grace through faith, praise the Lord, through the finished work of Christ on uh, Calvary. But this principle still applies. Pro Proverbs 9, 7, a wicked man getteth himself a blot. So this is a smudge, if you will, on a good reputation, a good name. And the Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than great uh, riches. We know that when David committed adultery with Bathsheba and then tried to cover it up and had her uh, husband Uriah the Hittite murdered, he was sent to the front line of the battlefield. The mighty men drew back so that he would be killed by the enemy. The Bible says that uh, David received an imputation and he begged God to blot it out. How many, I believe if you have a, if you've committed a felony, I know you can't vote. It not committed if you've been convicted of a felony. I think I'm right on. You can't vote. You can't own firearm. It will really affect your life in many different ways. Why? There is a record. There is some crime committed that was legal and written down. And you would think that most people would understand that, but why can't we understand our record in heaven? The Bible says to blot it out is impossible without what the Bible doctrine calls justification. So we are justified through imputed righteousness, and the Bible tells us, if you have imputed righteousness through faith in Christ, blessed is that man. We ought to be happy about that. You know, you think about all the atrocities we've committed. I know you probably haven't committed any because you're perfect, but all the, the atrocities we've committed since the time we've been born on this earth. What an amazing thing. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. That none of your sins are recorded. There is no evidence. There is no witness. There are no witnesses. There's no indictment. You'll never be brought before a grand jury uh, to see if there's enough evidence to see if it should go to trial. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Amen. You know, if you always look at the opposite of that, uh, cursed is the man to whom the Lord will impute sin. Now, there's many loopholes legally. 
you could hire a very powerful attorney, possibly. There is such things as you might claim entrapment or something like that. And uh, people have their records changed. And, and I know there's some that might be permanent. There's some records that possibly might have a statute of limitations. I'm not sure. Brother Gear could teach us all that. But uh, on your records, but if we really take life serious, and we, sh and we should, and eternity serious, and what's said, only a few do, why aren't we more concerned about our judicial standing before God in heaven? Now, when you get pulled over by law enforcement, uh, it's high tech these days. They, they're going to run your, they're going to look for, if your registration's up to date, have you had your car inspected in a timely fashion, and they're going to run your, uh, your license, and they're going to find out, are you, do you have any, a record? Do you have any outstanding warrants? And it's in the system, and there's no way to hide it. There's no way to cover it. And a lot of people, they have a record, and they don't even remember it or they forgot it, and they're in big trouble. Kind of like I know someone who works in the medical field, and a lot of times they'll go in to get their uh, gallbladder scanned, and they forgot they don't have a gallbladder. Happens a lot, by the way. <laughs> they, they don't even realize their gallbladder's been removed at some previous point, and a lot of people forgot, oh yeah, I have a record. Very, you know, if, if I, I try not to get any, uh, I haven't had one in a very long time, but even like, I remember one time we got a parking ticket in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and uh, this guy goes, ah, just, they throw it away, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm paying the ticket. I don't want to forget, and someday I'm driving along, and I have a tail light out, and I get pulled. How do I know? I know that's in New Mexico. I've got enough problems as it is. Uh, I, I want my record cleared. And, and a lot of people, though, you know, well, I forgot to get it inspected. I forgot to update my registration. I forgot this or that. And people have been pulled over because even your, your rear license light is out uh, and get in big trouble for that. Uh, why, why can't we take our record in heaven Seriously, think about it right now. God has records, and you, you have a record. Every soul created in the image of God, and Ezekiel says, all souls are mine, saith the Lord. And on that record, you have one of two things. There's only two choices. You have every sin which you've ever committed is on that record, or you have the righteousness of Jesus Christ on that record. And you must be justified through imputed righteousness. So it's very easy to understand. When you put your faith in Christ, you trust Him as your Lord and Savior, that He lived the law for you, He shed His blood for your sin, past, present, future, he was buried for three days. He rose again, the Bible says, 
uh, for our justification, but also as the propitiation for sin. He met the righteous demands of the Father to pay for your sin and my sin. And once you trust Him and believe on the Lord as your Savior, God imputes His righteousness to your record. So He erases every sin you've ever committed. He then will never record another sin in the future, which you will commit. And then He imputes or writes down the record of His Son, Jesus Christ, so that it is legal, it is filed in the courtroom of heaven before God Almighty, and then He justifies you. And the word justify means the verbal declaration of what has been imputed. So it is just as if you never sinned. It has been declared in the throne room of God and the courtroom of God, and it's just like at a at a trial, and the uh, the jury is going to read the verdict. We, the jury, find the defendant guilty or not guilty. Um, it's not a pardon, and it's not not guilty. It's justified. Praise the Lord. It's bigger and better than that. It's just as if you've never sinned. Why? Because when they look at the record, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. And God sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, we ought to be happy about that. We ought to be more excited than we are. And I don't care what's going to happen this year, and it may get rough. You know, I, I have to tell you the truth. It's my duty. Buckle your seatbelt. We don't know what's going to happen politically, internationally. We don't know all that's going on. Are these things conspiracies? Could it happen? Will they really run out of diesel? Um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I saw a deal that says, buy popcorn. Um, buy potato, all this stuff that farmers didn't grow as much of because it wasn't as much of a, a cash crop. All these things that are going on out there. Um, will it happen? Will it not happen? Uh, will there really be a food crisis? We don't know. Will they really try to uh, digitize money and create a social credit system? We don't know all these things. Um, but there's one thing we can do to have a happy new year. You know, like, happy new year. You know, isn't it sad that most of those people say that and they send that around on their texts where everything... What is this? Oh, same to you. Uh, but a uh, uh, happy new year. Hey, you can't be happy if you've got one sin on your record. And it's not a matter of, I have more good than bad. So false religion, work salvation, teaches, well, you go to church, you do good deeds, and then you will have more good deeds on your record than more bad deeds on your record. And then when uh, Lady Justice is blind, it's based upon works, but uh, that's not the case. If you have one sin 
one little sin recorded on your record. You are lost. You are under condemnation. Woe be unto you. You will spend eternity in hell. But if you're saved through faith in Christ, because he did all the work for you, he shed his blood for you, he lived the law for you, God then erases all your sin record and records, imputes the righteousness of Christ to your record, and you are justified. Praise the Lord. You know, you think about skeletons in the closet, that old song, what sins are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, a lot of times people confess their sin and then they don't trust God and then they just keep on confessing it and then just keep on confessing it, keep on confessing it. Well, the Bible says if you confessed it, God forgot about it. So let, let me go back here. You have two records. You have positional, that's your judicial record in heaven. Is there sin recorded or the righteousness of Christ recorded? Secondly, you have your practical record of how you live on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, your practical record does not determine whether you go to heaven or hell or not. It, it determines whether God blesses you and you can fellowship with Him or not. But in that practical day-to-day -day life, you examine your life. You humble yourself, you yield to the Holy Spirit, you get it under the blood of Christ, you turn from it, God forgives you, and the Bible says that He puts your sin as far as the east is from the west, He buries your sin in the deepest part of the sea, and He said, I will remember their sin no more. Praise the Lord. The happy man, you can be happy. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. Now, you can be very unhappy if you watch the news too much. You can be very unhappy if you let people affect the way that you think and how you feel. You can be very unhappy if you allow the circumstances of life to dictate your own wellness mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. But religion says, just do good works and maybe you'll do enough to balance the bad. But the reality is, it's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. For ye are saved by grace through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. All of these false teachers and false religions and churches out there pre preaching works salvation when you might have done a lot of good works you might have given you might leave your inheritance to a charity yeah right you might have done, given all these things hey if you got one sin on that record you're going to hell one like the little the boy in the third grade when you remember the old school box and you had to have an eraser and a what else a pencil a number two pencil and, a, and crayons and what else yeah a ruler and a protractor no because you're going to go into av uh you know you're going to become a physicist someday no um 
and the little boy who was mean and he just grabbed somebody's eraser and throw it and pull the little girl's pigtails in front of it. You got that. You said, what's the big deal? If it's on your record, you're not getting in. One iota of a blot of a smudge of one infraction of the eternal word of God. Most people, they can't even quote the Ten Commandments, much less live one of them when there are many, many, many other commandments in the Word of God that they violate on a regular basis. We sing the song, I'm justified. I'm happy in Jesus today. You know why? Because blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Now, I'm not saying bad things will not happen this year. A lot of bad things are going to happen this year. Just hopefully not to us. <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of bad's going to happen out there. Now, when you get backed into the corner and you get overwhelmed and it seems like you're backed into a corner and there's nowhere to turn and uh, maybe you feel all alone and you're facing it without friends or family, people can't relate to you. And the pressure is so great and it's overwhelming and you feel like, you can't make it anymore. And you just feel like, I don't think I can go on. And maybe you just feel like things haven't turned out yet the way I would like them to. And you're very, very distraught and sad. You can focus on that and it'll get worse and it'll get bigger and it'll become more intense and it'll become more uh, uh, dominating in your life. Or... You can remember this verse, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin, and you can be happy, and regardless of what's happening, if you think about it, a million, billion, trillion eons of into eternity, you'll be shouting glory, running the street of gold, praising the Lord, oh, I want to be in that number, God will have a plan, you are in His kingdom, and it's all because... Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. We, it'll make you happy. Now, if you remember it, if you think about it, if you don't dwell on the evil, if you do not dwell on the negative, you know, we ought to be happy people, not sucking on a sour dill pickle. We, we ought to be smiling. We ought to have a spring in our step. We ought to have a good attitude. People ought to rely upon you to, to make them have some, uh, give them some stability. Hey, they're going to smile. They're going to shake my hand, look me in the eye. They have a good attitude regardless of what's going on. Why? Happy is the man. Uh, blessed is the man to whom the Lord imputeth not sin. So the blessed man is what? He has no imputations or blots of sin on his record. None. It's clean. It's white. The Bible says we will be washed with fuller soap, whiter than the whitest snow. We ought to be happy. You know, some people try to compare. If you only knew what I did, and then the other person, oh, if you only knew what I did, then the other person says, oh, that's nothing. 
you wouldn't believe what I did. Oh, I can beat that. You wouldn't believe what I did. Doesn't matter what you've done. It matters what Christ did on the cross. And then it matters, what will you think about? Are you going to think about the bad times? Are you going to think about the negative and the pessimistic and get overwhelmed and backed into a corner? Are you going to lose hope? Are you going to give up? Or are you going to be happy? Now, remember the difference. Happiness is based on happenings, the root word, which is based on circumstances. So I like this weather. I'm happy. I like this food. It tastes good. It makes me happy. I got a raise at work. It makes I'm happy. Something good happened in my family. I am happy. Happy. But, and you know what the word happy means? Blessed. And you know what blessed means? Be happy. Um, that's deep. But joy is the inner fulfillment and peace as the result of obeying God and suffering. So there can be joy and happiness. There can be happiness in joy. And you can be happy, though, when there's nothing that other people would see to be happy about. And, you know, and they may get mad at you, by the way. They say, what do you have? What's, what happened? Why are you so happy? Well, I tell you what, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. I had so many sins, I lost count. I couldn't count them if my life depended on it. There'd be so many zeros on that number. There's so many wicked things that I've done. You, you think about in, in Revelation, it says at the great white throne, that when the books are open and the Lamb's book of life and those who are not written in the Lamb's book of life will be judged according to the things written. Books, books and books and books recording the sin. You think about it. Every wicked thought, I forget how many people th th thoughts are a day. It's unbelievable how many wicked thoughts. How many wicked motives of doing it for the wrong reason? How many wicked imaginations and fantasies? How many wicked things they saw? How many wicked things they heard? How many wicked things they felt and experienced and they let their feet take their body to the wrong place and allowed their hands to cause their body to do the wrong thing? Every penny they ever spent foolishly, boy, there's a heap of those. Every second of time that ticked that they wasted and didn't do what God made them to do. All of those things are written down. We can't even imagine it. You know, you know the Bible says that at the end of John that Christ did so many great works that if all the books of the world could not contain what Jesus did, and this was only on his earthly ministry, all the books of the world could not contain the great miracles that Jesus performed in three and a half years. Think of all the wickedness recorded in the books, which they will be judged according to those things. And at the mouth of two witnesses shall every word be established. But praise the Lord, Jesus Christ lived the law for us. 
He laid down his life for us, loved us willingly. He shed his blood for the remission of our sin, and he rose from the dead, and we are justified by his resurrection. Happy is the man. The Bible says, happy is the people whose God is the Lord. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So I ask you this morning, I'm not trying to scare you. You just need to know your record. What is your record in heaven? Is it pure white clean with the righteousness of Jesus Christ? Why? You have trusted him as your Lord and Savior. Or is it blotted and dirty and has the long list of crimes which you have committed against God. You know, this is very humbling because you could have a greater sinner saved by grace and you could have a minor do-gooder who tried to do right, but they rejected Christ. The list isn't as long, but if there's even one, sad to say, they are woefully lost. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. You know, as we start the new year, let's think about this. Let's be happy. Let's be excited. Let's meditate upon it. And get some tracts, pass them out, tell somebody else what God's done for you. There's people out there who are looking for the truth. Get, get back to soul winning. We need a revival of church-wide soul winning door-to-door. -door. We need to band together. And we need to get out there and, and tell our community the good news, the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. You can be happy in 2023. All right, let's pray. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed. I want you to think about...